Welcome to the Thrive Podcast, the place where you will get to know inspiring real-life women who dare to do the uncommon. They embrace who they are in their life's purpose, and most importantly, they thrive because of it. I am Olga Mueller, a personal success coach and speaker, passionate traveler, and unshakable believer that everyone deserves to live a life they love without ever having to feel guilty about it. Each week, I will introduce you to powerhouse women from all around the world to show you that you can create a fulfilling life you love, no matter the circumstances, personal history, or topic. Me and my fellow ladies are here to bust your fears, your feelings of guilt and shame, and boost your confidence to a whole new level where you are finally able to see that I can do it too. Get ready to dare, embrace, and thrive unapologetically with us. Let's do this. Today I have a real powerhouse woman with me. She's a multi-passion entrepreneur. Her name is Joanne O'Meara and she's from Melbourne, Australia. Um, mm. Not only does she work as a lifestyle and relationship coach, but she's also a feminine energy expert. She's a S-Factor instructor and also working as a Theta healing instructor. So if that's not enough, then I'm sure you will be amazed by everything that Joanne shares with us throughout the podcast. So welcome, Joanne. I'm so happy you're Thank part you. of this. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to to share with you. Yeah. And your listeners. <laughs> so um, like I mentioned, like you have so many things going on for you. And I admire that so much because so many of us are struggling with just finding one single thing that we're passionate about and then finding the courage to actually pursue it. And um, actually for you to have an idea where I actually met Joanne um, last year, the two of us participated in Date with Destiny. It's a Tony Robbins event that was held in Cairns, Australia. And uh, Joanne and her husband at the course of the six-day program appeared at some point on stage and shared their story um, about participating in the Platinum Partnership, which is like a program that Tony offers. And um, I was so struck by their story because they shared that they had made the decision to invest into that program um, without having actually the financial resources to do it. But they just said, okay, we're just going to do it and we'll figure it, figure it out later. And, you know, guys, it's not like, uh, let's say, a $3,000 investment or something like that. It's a six-figure investment. And um, it's something like that might scare off a lot of people to do it. But you guys went all in. And you also shared how actually this journey and participating in this Platinum Partnership Program has helped your relationship. And I'm not kidding you, girls. Like, when I've seen Joanne and her husband on stage, you could really feel, like, the connection that they have had. They were so loving and caring with each other. And I was just like, wow, like, in that moment, I was literally like, I wish I could make that happen for myself and my relationship at that moment. And mm. so I was just, you know, so impressed. And then I was following you on Facebook for almost the last year. And I was I was like just so amazed with all the work that you're doing because you're you're putting yourself out there like um, learning, making new learning experiences, like traveling to India, the U.S., to all those different places um, to improve your life and so I was curious to hear your story behind that like 
when we dive right mm -hmm. into your story as a let's say business woman slash entrepreneur like how did you get started with all of those businesses i mean have you always been an entrepreneur do you come from an entrepreneur family like how was that <laughs> that's a really good question so <clears throat> when i first um just so that you know when i first joined i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur but I hadn't mm -hmm. always been one I actually worked for um, in for 14 years in the corporate world mm -hmm. so when I signed up for Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership I was actually a project manager in IT oh okay. so I was running multi-million dollar IT projects but I had already started my coaching business so mm -hmm. I had sort of developed that and I also am, am a distributor for an essential oils company mm -hmm. as well so for Young Living so I was doing both of those things at that same time as I was still working in my corporate job when we had signed up for Platinum so then we'd gone to our second date with Destiny and um, you know I was sitting in the audience and I, you know, I wrote down on my goals that one day I wanted to become a platinum partner. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it down for 12 months. So I wrote down on my goals that I wanted to be a platinum partner. And then the next day, uh, we saw the plats on stage, the platinum partners mm -hmm. on the stage, just like you saw myself and my husband. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, I want to do this now. So... I went and I spoke to my husband and there was a whole lot of synchronicities that happened. And basically, um, I really wanted to make it happen. And I'd spoken to this other platinum partner and, yeah. and he said, you can make it happen. You can do it. And really, and also one of my really good friends who was there with me said, you could do it. And I just felt my heart like beating out of my chest. I was just so excited and petrified at the same time. Yeah. But you know what? It just took those two people to believe in me. Mm -hmm. It took those two people to believe in me that I could do it and to and to see me greater than I saw myself. Mm. And then I went and spoke to my husband and then the platinum partner who I'd spoken to, he came with me and he spoke to my husband. Mm -hmm. And we we ended up signing up. To make a long story, it could be even longer, but I'll make yeah. it short. We ended up signing up and I said to my husband um, – you know, how are we going to pay for this, you know, because we'd – and he said, well, we'll just pay for the deposit and then you're – and I said, okay. And then he said, and we're going to make the rest happen. So then we just created the rest. Wow. And by um, – so that was in the um, May of mm -hmm. 2015. I did my first platinum trip in November 2016, which was the relationship program. Okay. And unbeknownst to me, we didn't realize that, you know, one of us could go as a guest of the other person. So it just goes to show you when you are, don't, are not limited by other people's thoughts and ideas, you see yourself big. So we thought we're both going to sign up. So we actually both signed up for Platinum Partners. Yeah. Right? Rather than one of us going as the other guest. So we both ended up doing it. We staggered our membership, but mm -hmm. we both ended up doing it. And the relationship in Hawaii with Tony um, totally, totally transformed my relationship to myself, to my body, to my husband, um, to myself as a woman um, how I related to my husband. So just to give you an idea, my husband and I have been together, William and I have been together for 23 years wow, and we've been married for 17 years. Congratulations. 
thanks. It's a rarity. Like it sounds maybe a little bit silly, but it's such such a rarity these days that actually marriages do like you know uh, stick together and uh, don't spill it up so so easily. So congratulations. Thank you. And I, I really accept that. So thank you so much because it's um, relationships are not always easy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's been, it has been all, all, also challenging. But I would have to say that after every challenge, you know, when you can overcome those challenges together, mm-hmm. your relationship becomes more delicious and more juicy and deeper than you could ever imagine it to be. Yeah. So I always look at those times and those challenges as opportunities. Yeah. Because, definitely. you know, <laughs> yeah. So how would you describe, let's say, Joanne, before you made that decision and going through this this experience let's say especially from the part uh, platinum partnership experience to now mm-hmm. like where were you at and where was your relationship at okay so really good question so i was very um masculine in my energy yeah. and nothing wrong with that because you know, it was getting me results in life. We need to have both of these energies. And I don't want to ever say that having a masculine energy is bad, but it's that energy that makes things happen. That is go, go, go. That's about doing that. It's about, it's about, it's about, you know, creating, not creating is more feminine, but it's about the doing and getting results and being singularly focused. And those things are really great. And I needed those tools as a project manager. It's what Mm -hmm. made me successful. It's what helped us create wealth and helped us do, you know, a lot of great investments and and so on and made my husband and I a really good team. However, there was a downside as well. And the downside was is that I would be at work all day in a male-dominated environment, Mm. running projects, often being only woman in the room, telling men what to do as a project manager. Yeah. And then I would come home and I would be telling my husband what to do. Yeah, you just keep going, right? right? <laughs> and and not only that, you know, I had a lot of beliefs that had shaped me as well. So like growing up, you know, I always I I, I always wanted to be like my father. I wanted to be. Um, he controlled the family. He was the boss. Mm. He had the power. He controlled the money. He controlled everything. So. I wanted to be like him. I never wanted to be, I never wanted to, these are some of the beliefs that I had, you know, I never want to ask a man for money. Mm. I'm never going to depend on a man. I have to do everything myself. Yeah. Sounds familiar to me. So, So, (laughs) so when you have these beliefs, they can serve you to a certain point until they no longer serve you. And so in my intimate relationship, it no longer served me to have those Mm. beliefs because a, a beautiful, true, Authentic masculine energy really does want to provide for his woman. He wants to provide. He wants to take care of her. He wants to feel like he's doing his job. He wants to be appreciated. He doesn't want a woman who's in competition with him. You know, he he wants to feel like he can take care of things. Yeah. And so when I started seeing all these things and then also how it affected intimacy. So... I would be at work all day, I would be tired, depleted, drained, didn't really take care of myself really at all and, you know, there was no way I wasn't interested in sex. Like, hello, that was just like, (laughs) 
Um, no, it was like, oh my gosh, do we really have to do that? It's like an obligation. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I had, and so intimacy suffers. And when there's no intimacy, um, then then we start to see some of those other stresses in our relationships that show up. You know, so there's resentments and there's hurts and and all of those things. So the relationship program in Hawaii got me. It's where I discovered Sheila Kelly's S Factor. Okay. It's where I discovered a part of me that I never even knew that existed, a part of me that was really trapped as a seven-year-old. My body was kind of frozen. And so intimacy for me was not easy. Mm-hmm. And when I discovered this incredible movement, the way to move my body in a way that I had to slow down and that I'd never moved her before, um, I just cried. I cried every single morning. We would go into the class, like the women would go in one room and the men would go in another room and they'd do their masculine thing and the women would go in the other room and we'd learn how to move our bodies and move into our curve. And I cried every single day because I was discovering a part of me that I never knew existed. Yeah, and I feel like um, so, so many times, you know, it's like a tricky situation, I feel, for women nowadays because women shall be, like, very independent and it's a good thing, of course. But like you say, mm-hmm. it's, it's like there there is, like, a limit because it's so exhausting mm-hmm. to be just, like, it's exhausting to be just very feminine. It's exhausting to be very masculine. Like like you said, it's it should be, like, a balance. And sometimes I feel like we have so much emotion, like, accumulating inside of us and we are not relieving them, Right. And then I, I guess like when you come to such a point where you've just had so much of it and it just needs to like mm. get out, it just like you cry or whatever, like your your thing of le- releasing is, right? But it just needs to happen. That's right. And as a feminine energy, um, as when you're born into a feminine body and even if you're not in a feminine body, but if you relate to yourself as a, a feminine you know, as being in your core essence, as mm. being as feminine, then, you know, part of your genius is our ability to show our emotions. Mm-hmm. It's one of our geniuses. And so when we get told from a very young age, stop crying, stop crying, or I'll give you something to cry about, we learn really young at a very young age that it's not okay to show our emotions. Yeah. If we're giggling and laughing and we're loud, we get told to shh. Be quiet, yep. right? So at a very young age, we start to shrink. We start to shrink and stuff all those emotions. And if you're working in the corporate world, well, you can't be too emotional. <laughs> you know, how many women have been told, oh, you're just too emotional? And it's actually part of our – it's one of our geniuses, our ability to show and feel feel the other show emotion yeah it's one of our geniuses and so when we as women and and not only the sadness or the joy but our anger as well like how many women get told it's not okay to be angry yeah or it's it's not you know? okay or you're being titled as the bitch or she's like bossy or whatever it's always like something negative yep and so why by uh, by and I think this is something that made a huge difference to me and I helped discover it through my movement practice mm-hmm. because when we stuff and we hold emotion we hold it in our body 
we hold it in the musculature of our body. And so it causes us tension. So it causes us to be rigid. And also the everyday world doesn't doesn't enable us to be in our curve, to be in our flow, to be in our movement. The world is very structured and even a lot of exercise training, even yoga is very rigid. And so you're holding your body tight unless some yoga is a little bit more flexible, Mm -hmm. right? However, um, so when we hold this, so when I started to move my body in this way, what was what was happening was my body was softening, my muscles were releasing years and years of emotion that had been held, especially within my hips, mm-hmm. because in our hips is where we hold a lot of emotion. And so, if you can imagine, you're moving and you're stretching out those hip flexors, where all that emotion is held, it gets released. And you know, of course, I had an emotional response, mm-hmm. which was amazing, because I know. And I think what made a huge difference for me is owning my emotions, mm-hmm. owning my happiness, owning my joy, owning my sadness, owning my anger. And so for me, that made a really um, that that for me made made a big difference, rather than stuffing them, owning them. So how would you say? Did you uh, like after the relationship course was over? Like, what new version of Joanne had? Let's say. Horizon. Mm. Oh, well, there was a new version of me that was connected to my erotic nature. Mm-hmm. So we discovered our erotic creature. And so that was really amazing to discover that inside of me was an erotic creature. A, a, I never saw myself as sexy. Mm -hmm. I never saw myself as beautiful. I never loved my body. I could not touch my stomach. Like if you had asked me to touch my belly or touch my stomach, you'd be like, really feeling uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. But now, like I just can't keep my hands off myself. You know, (laughs) I teach the class now. So after that, I went and I became a teacher. So I went to the US, I studied for, I, I trained with Sheila Kelly's team for six weeks and I'm the only teacher at this point in time in a licensed teacher in Australia. Wow. So I teach classes and, and wh- I've actually is, opened up my own studio last year. Wow, great. And what is actually, because it's called S-Factor, right? The, the mm-hmm. Let's say the type of work that you learn. So what is S-Factor really about? So so women listening can actually like have an idea what what is it and what does it do for them yeah so it's it's not only s factor it's also about moving our bodies in a Mm -hmm. feminine way it's about connecting into the wisdom the innate wisdom within our feminine bodies Mm -hmm. and being able to move our body freely in a class that is a safe, sacred space for just women only to explore and to play with, how can I say it, their erotic nature. Mm -hmm. So move our bodies in a sensual way. Feel the beautiful, the sensuality of our touch, of, of how our bodies feel, of getting out of our heads and into our bodies, Mm -hmm. which is which was a very big disconnect for me. So I had spent many, many years learning the um, how to master my mind, how to master my thinking. Mm. You know, our personal development journey 
started with landmark education. So we did a lot of that kind of work in the early days and it served us in mastering the thoughts and our mastering our mind. And then by when I discovered, and also with Tony's, that work, that was also a lot about the mind, but a lot about our physiology. Yeah. So changing your physiology, change your state, you know, change your state, change your focus, change your language, change the meaning that you give things. By discovering the S was like that missing part of the feminine energy that was like plugged in, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, And when the body and the mind are in alignment, then that enables you to access greater levels of intuition. Because when your body and your mind are aligned, you are a connected being. You are like you, your 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 body and your mind are connected. You've got a big, a greater connection with source, the universe, God, Creator, whatever you want to call it. Which is what then led me to the theta healing path. Okay. So, which then led me to opening up my own studio, which mm-hmm. is around called the Radiant Soul Academy, and we're all about the elevation of and the evolvement of mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So we look holistically. So yes. And that's a very important thing, like you said, like be, because it's like nowadays also like a trending topic, I feel is like manifesting things. Right. But mm-hmm. the thing that I always like find is like you can't just, you know, positive think your way into things like I can't just say, oh, I'm uh, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. And, uh, you know, just repeat it and then hope that things will actually align. It's really like, like you said, important that really like the emotional, the physical, the spiritual part, all of that like connects and is in alignment. So absolutely, you already mentioned some of the things that have changed in your womanhood and um, now being like not being able to get your hands off of you in some kind of way. Like um, how has it like really maybe changed like the way you show up for yourself and in life? Like also, are you still in your corporate job? I assume like not, but has it maybe helped you? (laughs) Has it helped you in making the decision or like, you know, in, in the way that you're also making decisions for yourself and your life now? Mm. That's really a great question. So to go back, I left my corporate job um, about six months into after I did my relationship program. Okay. Mm-hmm. I left my corporate job and I've been working for myself ever since. Um, it has been a it – ha- it's, it's just been a true thing of how it's happened is just by consistently trusting and following mm-hmm. – my intuition and being in alignment because I never really planned to do all of the things that I have done. I I believe that when I've been in alignment and I've been um, in alignment with my truth, it's just led me to those things and mm-hmm. everything kind of, it, it sort of all came together in a beautiful synchronicity. Mm-hmm. So there were times when I was doing my plat year, like I did – 10 programs in 15 months okay wow there was times in that there was times in throughout that that those that 15 months I didn't know what the hell I was doing Mm -hmm. I knew what I wanted to do I knew that I wanted to serve I knew that I wanted to help women I knew that I wanted to make a difference I knew the work that had that had made an impact on me Mm -hmm. as 
as a as a woman and i knew that i wanted to help other women and i knew that i wanted to make the work accessible for every single woman not just women who could afford to do platinum partners mm-hmm. because that is what um really drove me is when I was there, I was like, this should be available for everyone. Mm -hmm. Every woman needs to know what it feels like to live and feel delicious and yummy and sexy and beautiful in their bodies. Yeah, definitely. Every woman needs to know it. So I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm doing it. (laughs) And I didn't always know how it was going to look. But I just kept trusting. And I believe it's still evolving. I believe it's mm-hmm. as I grow and I evolve, so does what I bring and so do does what I offer to people. Yeah. And mm. so – Does that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> and so actually, like, what helped you make the decision then to leave your corporate job? Because I feel like for many <sighs> in, in, like, really, let's say, giving ourselves the permission and having, let's say, maybe the trust and feeling the security of, like, making that move – I think is holding back so many from really living out their true purpose and potential. And especially when you've already made, like, like you said, like 15 years into like creating a real corporate career, right? It's even more difficult than when you're only starting out. Yes, this is true. And it was one of the most difficult decisions I've ever had to make. Mm -hmm. It was so hard because my I was sitting behind my desk and I had it very good. Like I was making over six figures. Mm-hmm. I was being I was able to work from home. I had travel, you know, I was traveling around for work. I literally only had to go into the office one day a week if I wanted to. I had a really great team. Mm-hmm. So I had my own money, which as I mentioned earlier, that was like a really important thing for me. Yeah. So I had to go, I had, and then so conversations I would have with my husband was like, I really want to resign. And he would say, okay. But it was like, in my mind, I heard, no, that's not okay. Even though he said, okay. Yeah. In my mind, it was like, I wasn't giving myself permission, mm-hmm. number one. And also, I was petrified of having to rely on him for money because my business was just starting. I didn't have much income and I was used to being able to go out and get whatever I want when I want, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have the freedom. And for me, freedom was probably one of the things that I wanted the most. I wanted to be able to travel the world. I wanted to be able to go off on all my platinum trips and be doing what my friends were doing and, you know, experiencing all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was just one day that I just said, you know what? And I just, one day the penny just dropped. <laughs> it just, the penny just dropped. And I was like, I don't need his permission for anything. I'm going to give myself permission, but what I am going to do is I'm going to ask him, if I resign from my job, will you take care of me? Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things that I had to ask because being vulnerable was not one of my strengths. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely not something that I was comfortable with um, and definitely not good at asking for things. Um. So, and he was like, of course, I'll take care of you. And so there was another shift in our relationship where I was a- able to appreciate 
his mm. contribution. I was able to appreciate him taking care of me. I was, you know, I was humbled by his beautiful generosity mm-hmm. rather than being, you know, I'll just do it myself and entitled, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for women who don't necessarily have that, um, I think it's about giving yourself permission to follow your heart and believing in themselves enough that, you know, and believing in themselves and their mission because I do believe it's the mission, it's my mission, it was my purpose that really pulled me forward because when I was sitting at my desk doing these calls, I felt like, oh, I just can't describe the feeling. I felt like I was wasted. Mm. I felt like I was made for doing more. I felt like that I was called to do a lot more than what I was doing and I was playing small. And mm. what would you like rec- because I f- I feel like this thing of like women seeking approval or permission from mm. other people and I mean and I include myself like sometimes I would be just like sitting with my colleague and you know I just I have this great idea and I know it's great, but I just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it just so you say like, oh yeah, it sounds great. And then I feel like, okay, now I can, you know, move forward. Right. Or like this constant mm. feeling of not feeling enough, not feeling, you know, I don't know, educated enough or you, that you don't have the ability or the experience or whatever it is like, Is there something that you can uh, recommend other women um, doing or from your own experience what has helped you in, you know, overcoming those kind of limiting beliefs? Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a few things. So, firstly, <laughs> I won't swear. Um, It's okay. <laughs> We keep it real here. <laughs> basically, don't surround yourself with a-holes basically yeah so firstly surround yourself with people that believe in you Mm. surround yourself your peer group is so important surround yourself with people and other women that will lift you up that will support you that will that will lift you up to follow your dreams that that believe in you Okay, that was so important because I was like you. I would be sharing with people all these brilliant ideas that I had. And mind you, I had these ideas years and years before people actually did them and then made them successful. And I stopped doing it. I didn't do any of those things because I was surrounded basically by people who didn't believe in themselves. Mm. You know, they didn't believe in themselves. And then they would then project their beliefs upon me and me, silly enough, believe them. I love that. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. That's a crazy Oh, yeah, idea. And then I didn't do anything. And then I stayed in that job for probably five years longer than what I could have or should have. Not that I have any regrets because, you know, I created a lot of things in that time. Um, but, yeah, the, so the first thing is your peer group, get a tribe of women that will love on you, support you and back you. You and have your back, and I'm so lucky I've created that. Mm-hmm. I have a, an amazing, incredible tribe of women in all of the different parts of my business, from my oily business to my theater healing community to my soulfully sexy sisters that I dance with. So all, all of those. So that that's I think is really important. And then I think the other 
Number one is invest in your own education list and consistently be growing, um, learning. I'm always learning. I'm always doing courses. I'm. It's not that I'm seeking something like it's never going to be enough, but I think when you learn and you grow and evolve, then you expand what's possible for yourself. I'm always expanding. So I think that's also another thing and a few things like don't uh, like give yourself permission Mm -hmm. don't look at outside at anybody else for them to give you the permission to do what you want to do back yourself and yeah and I would say one more thing (sighs) connect with your source your divine make sure that you always take time out to I spend a lot of time to be in my flow I because I do a lot of things I also have to make sure that I give myself time to be Mm -hmm. so that can come in the way of dancing or movement meditation I spent spent some time in India recently with the O&O Academy and so doing the soul sync every morning is something that I do. I, I notice when my internal state is disturbed and then I will bring myself back into a beautiful state. Wow. Um, so taking that time to notice when there's any incongruence mm-hmm. in whatever you're doing and come from a place when you take action or when I take action towards something, it's coming from being in a beautiful state, not from suffering. Mm. I love that because I think what what many also don't realize is and I had to learn that also the la- over the last year especially it's like we only have basically two choices right you either act from a place of fear which is like the let's say 99% probably for most of us and it's like the common place where we live or a place of love mm-hmm. and you always have the yep. choice but the but the results absolutely will be very different depending on which way you choose. Absolutely, and and I think part of that, and a big part of that, what I've learned recently, is really getting connected to the truth of what's going on. See, most of the time we're in fear, but we pretend and we're we're under the illusion that we're not. Hmm. I'm not fearful. I'm just stressed. <laughs> I'm not fearful. I'm just frustrated. You know, I'm not fearful. I'm just trying to control. This person just won't do what I want them to do. Yeah. It's all suffering. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's all suffering. And so there's different, you know, there's different, there's a spectrum of suffering and there's a spectrum of being in beautiful states, mm-hmm. you know. But when you come from a beautiful state, when you come from, whether it be peace or calm or, or serenity or joy or ecstasy or bliss or excitement, They're all beautiful states. You know, it could be anywhere on the spectrum. You don't have to be jumping out of your seat, you know, um, all the time. You could just be peaceful. And so what I believe is important is noticing where you are at at any time because if you don't have the conscious awareness of where you're at at any moment, then you're just in an illusion. That's true. And you can't make the choice to be either coming from love or fear because you don't even know what's true. Mm. does this make sense to me it makes total sense 
and it takes like this is i think the hardest work that anybody can do like like be honest with yourself like face the truth like things that you don't want to listen to or see but it's somehow the only way to really set yourself free right absolutely absolutely and we yeah unless you know the truth you're just trying to operate over the top of it and pretend that it's something else it's just like putting as they say like icing on a mud pie you've still got you can put as much icing on it as you want but it's still underneath it's still a mud pie yeah you know so seeing the truth is just so important to come back to what is the truth because then when you see the truth then only then can you then take an action in one way or the other that's true Mm. and so how how long have you been like in let's say your own business Mm. that's a good question um fully in my own business since Mm -hmm. 2016 so, so three be, years? Yeah, it's going to be third year. And Yeah. Um, sometimes time passes by like so fast, right? When you look back, it's like, holy crap, it's already been like, I don't know, 10 years, I three know. years, whatever. And you're feeling like still a newbie, right? I know, but when I look back at everything that I have accomplished mm-hmm. in those three years, can you just... Yes. That's okay. You can't. Can you hear that? Uh, I can actually hear it, but I think it's quite low. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. When I look back on those three, when I look back on those on those three years, and I actually look back on all of the things that I have accomplished, I don't know that you know I'm actually blown away. Because I think that we can accomplish so much more than what we believe that we can. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we create these goals, in, you know, that we want to achieve in 12 months that, you know, we probably overestimate, mm-hmm. but we underestimate what we can do in three or five or 10 years. So um, all I can say about that is like just, you know, keep on creating and keep on moving forward and taking actions towards the things that you want that light you up, that make your heart sing. And what would you say has, you know, contributed more to your, uh, let's say, success so far in business? Is it more like, let's say, the the attitude and maybe the energy that you brought, just, you know, putting yourself out there? Or, let's say finding the right tools, finding uh, some kind of process, finding some kind of, I don't know, like strategy, you know, because I I feel like this is, this is a topic that also many like get hung up on, including myself, like for such a long time, I was Mm -hmm. like, like, I need to find the proper or the right way to do it until I realized like, fuck, there is no one right way, you know, there is like just, you can do it in whichever way. Like for some people, it has worked in path A, for others in path B. So there is not like this one right way to do it, this one right strategy. Yeah. But You're spot on. What is your experience? There is no that? right way. There is no right way. I think it's all about you learn through doing. Mm-hmm. So I've 
tried to do things and then it's like, oh, okay, well, that didn't work. I've got to change my approach, mm-hmm. you know, or I've, I've, I've committed to doing things and then it's like, oh, well, that just didn't work. You know, like I just, I didn't have the right people around me or it wasn't the right divine timing. Mm-hmm. Like that's another thing. I don't like to always use divine timing as an excuse because I think people can say, oh, it wasn't in my divine timing and that's why I didn't do it. No, I don't believe in that. But I do believe there is such a thing as that when you are in your divine timing, you will know everything just flows beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, but to give you a an answer, a better answer, a more practical answer, I think part of the keys to my business as being successful is actually the women that I have around me. Mm-hmm. I do not think that I would have done any of the things that I would be doing had I not had a tribe of women who loved on me, supported me and believed in me mm. and that came on the journey with me and that allowed me to teach them what I had learned. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was just always wanting to come home and everything that I learned, I wanted to teach people, you know, <laughs> and, and that's a great thing. Um, and, and I was so blessed to have the most incredible group of women who have allowed me to be their teacher. Mm. And I think that's the biggest, I think that's my biggest gift. And that's the only reason I think why my business is successful. I don't think it's got much to do with me at all. I think it's got a lot to do with the women that I have around me. Wow. And mm. maybe it sounds a little bit silly, but like, where, like, how did you find those people? Because I, I actually find like it. It would sound so easy just go out there, right, and meet people. But I personally find it so difficult to find people with the not right mindset, but the mindset that matches what you're after, also. That you need to move yeah. forward. It's not so easy, I feel. Well, I think that then the people who are at the same mindset as you are not necessarily the people who need you the most. Mm. The people who need you the most are probably not at where you're at. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like the people that need you the most are the people, not are the people that have done the Tony Robbins and all the courses. Yeah. They don't need you. It's the people that haven't gone that need you, that need to know these distinctions, that 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 um, that are amazed at that you could actually come to Australia and go mm-hmm. to Cairns and go to Date with Destiny. And how did you make that happen? And I bet you there's people in your old workplace or your family who'd be like, how did that happen? You know, oh, I want to know what she's doing. You know, and there's something that I learned, and I was actually only sharing this with a client today, that very often we're always looking out there at all these people that we, you know, looking at there and saying, oh, I want them to follow me. Look at me. You know, hey, look at me over here. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. And they've got, imagine like they've got their back to you. Like they're not giving you anything. They're giving you nothing. And you're mm. like, hey, what about me over here? <laughs> and then. But if you just turn around and you looked behind you, you will see there is a whole group of people that are trying to get your attention, that want to spend time with you, mm. that want to be with you. And whilst you're trying to chase all of those elusive people, there's a whole group of people that you can't even see right behind you trying to get your attention. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that it's like, land for you? Yeah. But what, like the difference I feel like is like one – let's say one group of people, the people that you can actually serve 
and the other group of people who actually, of course, when you serve people, they, let's say, they confirm that what you're doing is like, is very appreciated and is a gift. But the people around you, like you said, this, this support group or peer group that lifts you up, that believes in you, that says, no, Joanne, you can't mm -hmm. do it. Like, this is not a crazy idea. Mm -hmm. Go for it. We're there, um, you know, make it happen. I feel like, uh, that at least from my personal experience, it's a rarity to have those kind of people easily in your life. It, they're the people that I met through Platinum. Mm. And I had a handful of those in my personal life. Not many. Yeah. A handful. But they're the people that I met and they're the friends that I made through my Platinum partnership that were like, you serious? You can do that? Oh, my God. And actually, it was just being in that environment that you know, made me, you know, actually had me to see that, oh, wow, what I have with my husband and what I've created and, mm -hmm. you know, how I, what the things that I have learned and who I've become is actually something of value mm. because I was sitting beside people who had, you know, were multimillionaires, who had multi-million dollar businesses and they were miserable. They were the, some mm. of the most miserable people I'd ever seen. And I was like, are you serious? And I'd just be talking to them and they'd be like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, you're amazing. That's so true. And I'd be like, yeah. And then I started to realize, <laughs> hang on a minute, I've actually got something really great that I can offer people here. Yeah. Like I really do. I really do. And so being in that environment, so it's a, it's a combination of both. It's about just serving people where they're at, mm -hmm. looking for those people in your life that really do want to spend time with you, mm -hmm. that, you that really – um, really love and are interested in hearing what you have to share mm -hmm. and then also having that community of people and having a coach. You know, if you can't have a community like a peer group like Tony, Tony's Platinum yeah. Partnership peers, create your own. Mm. You know, go out and, and get or get a coach, yeah. someone who will lift you until such, until as such that you find your tribe that mm. tribe. Mm -hmm. So I have many different, I've got my, you know, the people that I can go to and I, I can, they're my mentors and I ask for advice and coaches. And then I, and I also, and then, you know, some of the women who are in my tribe have, have just learned so much that now I, now, and I've taught them and they've gone and done other things that I count on them and they support me. They've got my back. Mm. And that is like a beautiful thing. That's when it goes like full circle, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so because then when you elevate them, yeah. They discover their gifts and then you get the mm. the you receive the benefit of their beautiful gift. Yeah. I love that. Mm. It's like mm. give and like it's always like giving receiving. It's always like in in a, in a flow, right? If you're always just giving, something will be wrong and if you're always just receiving, like there will be like a a certain kind of lack or disconnect. Um, mm -hmm. in that. So if we, if we go like full circle on, on your journey, like the past couple of years, like mm -hmm. what would you say is like your relationship really now after all the, the, or at this moment, after everything that you've learned you about yourself, your husband probably, uh, or surely made his own kind of discoveries and learnings. Um, So mm -hmm. what is your relationship now? Ah, <sighs> well, 
my relationship is just it's beautiful like it's very it's fulfilling in the way that my husband supports me and enables me to do basically you know I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever I want um I he empowers me to go and I for example I just came back I spent I went to a retreat in Colorado for two days yeah and then I stayed away for you know two days on either side so I was away for six days at a at a movement retreat mm-hmm. and then I came home and so you know I go out and I get myself filled up and then I come mm-hmm. home and I just love on my husband and today I dropped him off to go to the airport to so he can go to UPW and I think that what's so beautiful about it is that both of us um, have beautifully independent lives mm-hmm. that fulfill us and then when we come together we're just this beautiful, amazing contribution as well, not only to each other, but to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love that. And I, and, th- and there is more intimacy, there is um, more love, there is more connection. Um, and there's no longer that, you know, in the past, there would have been, there was, you know, um, resentments about intimacy. And, and it's, it's not like that anymore, because we, both take care of each other. It's like, you know, Tony talks about, you know, taking care of each other's needs. Mm-hmm. You know, we take care of each other's needs. I make sure that he's, see, in the past as well, he would never go away and do things because oh, wow. he would have felt guilty about leaving me at home. Mm-hmm. So, and that was another thing we got out of the relationship program. Mm-hmm. Like, he would feel guilty about going and doing things for himself. And I'll be like, I would always go off and do things for myself yeah. because I was very independent. But then he would be at home being angry and resentful that yeah. he, that I've gone off and done it and he's at home. Mm-hmm. So now that doesn't happen anymore. That's awesome. And um, what I also always like to, um, let's say, end uh, a little bit the podcast with, it's like when you look back on, let's say, on your life journey and let's say, Tomorrow would be your last day, right? And you were able to just leave, let's say, three things, three nuggets of wisdom with your younger self or maybe other women for this world. What would be those three things that you would really like everybody to know, and especially like your younger self? Well, if I was talking to my younger self, I would tell her not to worry that everything's going to turn out. Hmm. It's a really good question. <sighs> Take your time. Ah. Yeah, I would say, I would say when I look back at my life's journey and I've had, you know, there's been some challenges that hasn't always been perfect. Um, you know, we've had a lot of challenges, some of the big things in a relationship that would end a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and that's probably another podcast. <laughs> um, but when I look back at those circumstances, I would, I, I, I look back on every single one of those incidents and I can see how it shaped me. Mm-hmm. I can see how it shaped me to be the woman that I am today and I wouldn't have it any other way. 
I know it was part of my soul's journey. Mm -hmm. I know it was part of my soul's evolution to grow and to expand, to overcome those hurts, to overcome that pain, to overcome those challenges so that I can grow and that I can contribute. So if I was going to say one thing, it'd be like, just trust that even your challenges are happening for a greater, a higher, a higher good mm-hmm. for your own soul's growth. Mm-hmm. Just trust even when it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that. Even when your heart is breaking, mm. trust that it will get better and that it's all happening for a greater good. Like even though you may not realize it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look back at my life, like my life has been the most amazing life so far. I'm only 43 mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it's full. It's full right now. Mm. That's awesome. I think so. Like amazing, this is so amazing, amazing to hear that because I feel like probably the majority would not be able to say that. And so it's so beautiful to see somebody really, you know, feel that, mm. live that, and uh, appreciate it also. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for my life. I have just, oh, just incredible. Mm. So um, I'm super helpful, uh, super helpful, super thankful for everything that you've shared mm-hmm. with us today. I feel like it really you know, addressed so many things that so many women are, are challenged and struggling with um, every day. And um, I feel that you can really, girls, if you really like listen, really just listen and take it all in what Joanne shared with us today, because uh, reflect on it. How can, you know, how's that, how does that apply to your life? You know, really take it in. And, um, What, uh, what is some of the ways or how can people, you know, get in touch with you, work with you? Where can they find you if they're mm-hmm. not necessarily living in Melbourne? <laughs> yes. Well, I do my coaching. With, I've got clients all around the world. So they can connect with me on Facebook. It's Joanne Omer. Um, I, yeah, that's probably the best way to contact me is through mm-hmm. that. Um, and we can, I can always share my email address with you um, if you want me to share that um, so I can share it now or you can publish it, whatever mm-hmm. works easier. Um, um, yeah, so ba- basically that that's the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I do coaching online. I do relationship coaching. I do, I travel around. I also have retreats. I've got a retreat happening wow. um, in Bali in November, oh, which nice. will be a... Um, a movement retreat, um, as well as healing. So we're going to be looking at, it's called the Embody Your Goddess Retreat. Mm -hmm. And it's about um, connecting into your inner goddess and healing those wounds, healing our, you know, healing our hearts, healing our wombs, um, and really just moving into that beautiful, delicious goddess that lies within us. Awesome. (laughs) So everybody who's interested, go and check out Joanne's Facebook side, um, Check out her retreat. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And after everything you've gotten to know about Joanna, I'm sure that, you know, it, it, will, it will be fantastic, everything that you can pour into from your own experience. So thank you so much, Joanne, for taking the time today, uh, for sharing your wisdom. And, um, yeah, I, I hope, like, people, people will be touched, people will be impacted, and it helps everybody who listen today. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Thrive Podcast and spending your precious time with us. If you found this episode valuable and think that others could benefit from it too, please share it with your network, friends, and family. I would also be forever grateful if you could go over to iTunes and leave us an honest review about the show. And if you have a comment, question, or topic that you would like to see covered on the show, go to algamuller.com slash thrivepodcast. So see you next week, girl. And until then, don't forget that you were meant to thrive.